Yo, 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 Bro Talk Nation, what's going on? It's your favorite, favorite guy here, man, Eric and Jamarcus. And man, tonight we are coming to you guys with such a great message. We're coming to you um, with a powerful word, man. Um, if you were on the podcast uh, last weekend or last Saturday, man, God came through with a great word. And all of 2020, God has had us in a place where uh, he wants us to keep. Uh, he wanted us to do more. He wanted us to uh, uh, step in. He wanted us to move forward. Uh, and, and and last week we had to get a, a chin check. Right. We were spiritually capping. Right. <laughs> so he wanted us to stop spiritually capping. So tonight, man, it's going to get a little rough because we're going to dive into comfortable being comfortable. In chaos. So I'm gonna turn it over to my brother, man. Man, what's going on, bro? Talk nation, man. Hey, man, we about to end January. Um, like my brother E recap, man. We January has been in in the house session, man. Uh, from day one, uh, you know, we we stepped into 2021, then we you know moved forward, then God showed us how to do more. And then he came back and smacked us with a right hook and was like, yeah, y'all need to stop spiritual capping out here. And um, shout out to the Friday Night Live yeah. uh, yesterday, uh, yesterday, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. If you haven't caught it yet, you need to hop on. Uh, we make the posts uh, Thursdays and Fridays for the meeting ID number. Be on the lookout for it. Uh, man, Friday Night Lives have been real live testimonies of people's lives, Um and, you know, awesome information being passed around from people that don't even know each other, just sharing God's word, sharing testimony. So shout out to everybody who is on Friday Night Live, who's tuning in. Um, but, man, today we have came with some things, man, talking about com being comfortable in chaos. Like, man, th this is something that I know I, I struggle with and um, something that, you know, Right now we're living in a pan pandemic, and you know it was chaos all throughout. So it was, it was, it was crazy. So just, um, man, here we go, man. I'm, I'm so hyped, man. But I want to, I want to give a, a little, a little quick testimony on today's show, man. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, man. I had to recharge my power bank, man. <laughs> I'm dead serious. I'll be honest with y'all and give a, a real live testimony today. Um, I know I tell for myself, and I know my brother was. We was talking about it at work, man. We were tired. Uh, we had to work today, and all day I was like, man, God, just, man, please give me the energy, man. I, I need it. I need it right now because the show, I, I, I want to do it, but I'm, I'm hurting. And and just that quick, the devil was about to just, he was about to whisper in my ear, you too tired. Yeah. Don't yeah. give out the word because you too tired. Yeah. So um, I'm going to proclaim for somebody right now who's thinking they too tired to even get through the show Ask God to give you the strength uh, to carry on what you carry on tonight. Cause, and pray for us. Like, continue to give us uh, y'all prayers and thank you for all the shout, shouts out to keep this going weekly um, and things like that. So, shouts out for everybody who's praying for us behind the scenes for that that extra strength because y'all charged me up. But right here to jump on in it, man. Um, we're talking about comfortable and chaos. So y'all know me in the wordplay. I had to go to the dictionary, man, to find out what like the definition of chaos, and it's crazy. So today we're gonna be uh falling all the way back in the beginning. I'm I'm taking y'all all the way back to book one, 
back to Genesis verse one. I had to go all the way back in the beginning to find out about chaos. Uh, bear with me right now because I'm going to try to share this screen with y'all. E is literally letting me handle the technical type stuff. So if it go wrong, y'all can blame it on me. But I'm going to try to share this Bible verse with you. We're trying to get hip. And look at that already. Already. He already there. He already working. All right. So here we go. Um, you can see that right there. Um, I highlighted it for y'all. It literally talks about. Um, you can see that, right, bro? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can see right, it. Cool. So right now, uh, this is uh, Genesis 1, 2 to 3. It talks about now the earth was formless and empty and darkness was all over the surface of the deep. And the spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. Um, I want to break that down to y'all. So I got to think I got to, you know, reading that. And I'm going to break down the first part where it says now the earth was formless. I got in the dictionary to find out the definition of chaos. Y'all know I'll be in this thesaurus in the dictionary. And truth behold, uh, y'all can fact check me. The definition of chaos in the physics terms, right? It literally means the formless matter. That That's the definition of chaos in the physics terms. That it's, it's formless matter. And we just read that now the earth was formless. So I was like, man, formless. So that pretty much let, let's fill in the words right now that the earth was in chaos. Another version of the Bible, I believe it's the TIV version. It says now the earth was in chaos. So here we are right now. And this is right when the Bible starts that the earth was in chaos. Right. And God is showing up. So my like literally my point one literally brings that um, the word is going to bring us out of chaos. Right. Because we see right here in, um, you know, two to three, the earth was in chaos. But God said a word. Let there be light. I never really paid attention to this. E. Like I never paid attention. Yeah. I just thought like, OK, let there be light. A song came from out of it. And that was it. But I never really truly understood that the earth was in chaos. The world yeah. was in chaos because we see that the word formless is the same definition as chaos in the physics term. So God was there watching the world in chaos. How did he get it out of chaos? He mm. said a word. He brought a word to the world to bring it out of chaos. It yeah. literally says, let there be light. And there was light. So he said pretty much he said, let it come out of chaos and the world was out of chaos. Right yeah. in that moment, God brought it out of chaos, right? So exactly. crazy, man, because if you think about different times where the Bible has shown us where God has brought, uh, brought a word to bring us out of chaos, it's very easy. We can go back and look at, you know, the story of Moses where Pharaoh was out here wilding and he was doing all of these things, right? And it literally says in the Bible how that the people were going to get free. He was going to get his... He was going to get his people out of what the out of what the Pharaoh was doing to the people. He was going to bring them out of Egypt, out of the chaos that they were in. Right. He brought that word to Moses. Now, here's where some things get crazy. Like, have we ever noticed in the Bible that God really doesn't flex? Like, think about this. Like, God could big flex at any point in time. Like, at any point in time, he could have big flex on Pharaoh and just made Pharaoh so small, Moses and them could have stumped on him, or he could have made Moses and all those people so big that they could have beat the army, right? But he yeah. never really flexes on people. He literally gives his word, right? And I wrote down what he does. So God, 
He will show what this disobeying, sinning does. It brings chaos. Like he's told Pharaoh, he gave him a warning. He literally told him, hey, if you don't follow all of these things that I'm saying, I'm going to start bringing some things your way. We know in the Bible, the story, you know, the Nile River started, you know, turned into blood, gnats and all these diseases. The first sons of every families were killed. Like he gave him and told him, if you don't want to see chaos, then do what I'm telling you to do. So I'm asking, I'm letting y'all know if we don't do what God tells us to do, he doesn't big flex on us. He literally shows us disobeying. Sin is going to come after that. Like, you got to understand, chaos, like God is literally telling us, I can bring us out of chaos by just giving you a word, right? And then I also wanted to let you know that also the word of God creates, sin decreates. Mm. Like, let that that sink in for a little. I'm going to let it marinate like some good ribs and, you know, before we throw it on the grill. Like, (laughs) The word creates, but sin decreates. Like the the word of God creates everything that we need in our lives. It creates love. It creates hope. It creates faith. It creates power. It can even create chaos, but create things to get us out of chaos. Like the word of God is what brought the people of Egypt out of chaos, right? But sin, sin decreates everything that it touches, Right. We know once Adam first made a sin, it decreated everything that God was trying to create in, in, in you know, in, in the environment that we're in. Right. We were there was nothing that we were worried about in the garden. Like yeah. we was walking around like my good my good boy R.I.P. Bernie Net said bucket naked. Like everything was fine. There was nothing that we noticed. We noticed none of our flaws. We yeah. only notice what God created in us, right? But sin came in, and what did it do? It yeah. decreated our value. It decreated that we were that we did that we noticed that we were wonderfully made. It made us look at ourselves like something's wrong. Our flaws are showing. Yeah. So it decreated what God created. That's what sin does when it comes into the world. You got to understand that, right? Sin tears. At the seams of life. If you that's good. All my ladies out there, you know those set of pants that used to fit, that used to fit real, real well. You know what I'm saying? You you probably got a little hole at the knee. You probably got a little hole, you know, around. But when it tears at the seams, that's a different rip. See, when it tears at the seams, your stuff is falling apart. See, a little hole in it. The pants are still good to wear. But once it starts busting at the seams, that means that the material is falling apart. See, mm. I ask y'all, what in your life where chaos has came in and is tearing at the seams? It didn't put a hole in it, but it's tearing at the seams. Where it's ripping apart your family. I know I'm about to go in your house right now. Where it's ripping apart the finances. Where it's ripping apart the marriage. It didn't put a hole in it. It's now ripping apart. It's, it was one, like marriage, but now it has made two. That's what the sin does. That's what chaos does when it comes in. My wife just threw out like a biscuit in a biscuit. Right? When we first hit it, right? Thank you, babe. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Sin tears at the seams, right? Yeah. I had, uh, man, E, I had to go in early, man. I had to go hey. in early in the house, bro. 
I'm gonna tell y'all this, man, and I, I can I'm a true testament to it, man. Um when sin steps in, everything that you had put together begins to crumble. Mm. Piece by piece, you know, it's it, think about it as a house, right? You for the homeowners out there, right? Once your pipes bust, you gotta fix not only your pipes, but the flooring. Because the water around there then got in the floor, so now you got to tear the wood up. So now you got to fix that. <laughs> then before you fix that, you got to get the carpet up. Now the carpet is all soggy and wet because now you got to replace that. You see what I'm saying? You see where I'm going with this? Piece by piece, things are starting to tear and bust bust out the seams, as uh, Demarcus just told y'all, man. Because, man, I don't know why we why we allow chaos to continue to come into our life. Yeah, yeah, all we have to do is go to God with it, and I'm and I'm I'm like that, like yeah, like sure. we always say, it, bro. Hey, once things begin to to just mess up, I'm gonna blow it up. So I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna I'm gonna create more chaos than what's needed. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm gonna bust that thing wide open, as the as the old folks would say. <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna get into that, bro. <laughs> man, like you, yeah, like man. You, you said a word, man, and I, and you know, I want to recap on it. You said that it had to, like, it starts to be piece by piece, right? Yeah. That's just like a piece of clothing with cloth at mm -hmm. the seams, right? It doesn't start. It, it starts by a strand here, a strand yeah. here. But if we don't pay attention to the, if we don't catch the one, the one strand, right, and put yeah. it back underneath the sewing machine. The threads are gonna continue to go piece by piece. That sewing machine is God. Like that's that's where God is replacing the threads that are coming piece by piece. And I want to like, and I'm glad you said that because it was into this point as well. If we paid attention to that verse, right? And I'll bring the verse back up where it talked about it. I wanna I wanna show y'all the part that's like really that's like really hit me like in the head, right? It literally says, as you can see, it said God is hovering over the waters and the earth and the world at this time, right? We yeah. see what it says is there. Why is that important? That is very important because that means in times of chaos, God was over it. He mm. was over chaos, yeah. overlooking the chaos. Mm. I know for myself, when I'm in chaos, I go in the chaos. I don't mm. go over the chaos. I don't get on top of the chaos. I yeah. believe that I'm not even bigger than my chaos. Yeah. See, God saw the earth was in chaos and he said, you know what? I'm bigger than this. I'm going to go over it. You know what I'm saying? Me, I go in it or I go under it or I'm just I'm, I'm just stuck in it. So I'm, I'm telling you out there, if you're going to be, if, you, if you're in chaos, it's not time to get comfortable. Don't make your bed in the chaos. You yeah. need to get up out of your bed and stand over the bed hover over your chaos look at what you need to change have you ever looked have you ever thought if you got higher than something you look at you get a bigger picture of what the see if you're if you're standing right in front of what you want you can only see certain things you can only see the aspects or whatever but if you get higher if you get higher than what you're looking at, you can see everything. You can start noticing things that you need to pick out. And that's what God did. He, he hovered over before he started walking in the earth. God is not even in the earth yet. He's yeah. just hovering over the chaos. So bro, hey, hold on, man. I'm, let me jump on that real quick, bro. Did y'all hear what he just said? When you zoom your focus out, 
Think about when you focus in on this chaos. See, you focus on what's happening to you versus what's happening, right? You focus on what's happening to you. So your blinders are directly set on the stuff that's happening, the things that the enemy is whispering, the stuff that you have no control of and can't get yourself out of. Let me write that. Zoom out and you see what God can do and hear God's word and see his word and and you start to release things to him and give him control. Now you you don't have to focus on the bad yeah. stuff. You focus on his word. Yeah. And his word will never come back void nor will he forsake you. Man. Man, hey, that is hey, that is good, boss. Hey, so you guys got to understand like you like he said you were in tunnel vision, man. You're literally walking with with the blinders on right now. Like right. this is all you see what's in front of you. But if you open up that zoom, you get a better uh vantage point. You get a better look at what's going on. The other point I want to do cuz I want to bring I want to bring hope and power to somebody out there right now. You also got to understand that God said let there be light. And he brought the world out of chaos. Yes. Why do you think he can't bring you out of chaos with a word? Like he brought the world, the, the world out of chaos. But we're afraid to go to God with our chaos because we don't think he can bring us out. We think that ours is too big that he can't bring us out. He think that our marriage is too big that he can't bring that out of chaos. The word, but he brought the world out of chaos. See, anything yeah. you bring to God, and another thing, we think everything is either too big or too small to bring to God. There, God said, "Bring everything to me." Not He's not asking for the size. If He can handle the world, He can handle you. If He can handle the world, He can handle your family. If He can handle the world, He can handle your finances, your school, your dreams. He can handle the little things of your anger. He can handle anything that you bring to Him. He can yeah. bring it out of chaos. It's right in the beginning how God brought something out of chaos. See, sometimes we got to go back. See, we get so ahead in the Bible, and we. Yeah. Everything is all the way up front when sometimes it's right there on, on, on the first page where God gives you everything that you need in your life. So if you are in chaos, understand that the word is what's going to bring you out of that chaos. Just let there be light. So that was the first point I wanted to hit on, boss. Second, second, I want to hop in, man, like with the comfortability of chaos, right? Man, this is where this is where God started like really like throwing shots. Like I felt like he was coming at me. You know, that's okay. I accept it when he do. But the second point I wanted to make, man, do make, do not make chaos worse by adding more of you. And even earlier, man, this is a living testimony of myself. And for anybody who knows me, this is how, this is how I used to live. I, I continue to struggle with it, but I continue to try to give it to God every day. Whenever I made a mistake, or whenever something was going wrong in my life, I did not submit it right then and there. What I thought was, I am about to self-destruct. I'm about to make the problem worse than what it is. Because in my head, if things are going bad, I might as well. Has anybody out there right now listening been there before? Where it's like, you know what? Since things is going bad, I might as well blow it up more. I might as well add myself into the mix to make it even worse than what it are, what it is, right? And I'm telling mm-hmm. you that that's my second point. Don't add more, don't add you to the problem at hand at that time, right? You don't see, and you know, we can stay right there in verse one where it's talking. You don't see God adding anything else, right? Like God can add himself to the problem because God is 
God is God. Like, like there's no explanation behind that. God is the ruler of all things. We are not him. We don't have the power to control anything that goes on. Those things we have to give to God, right? So when things go wrong, I have a question. Do you self-destruct or do you construct? Ooh, good God. Like, like, that's good, that's good, bro. Settle in a little bit because good, it made me started thinking, like, do I self-destruct when chaos starts or do I construct? See, that's if good, you self-destruct, you're you're only making something. Think of the, when you think of chaos, there's fire around. In my head, when I think of chaos, I think of action movies. There's fire, fire trucks blowing up, things like going crazy, water everywhere. So things have already big and blown up. I think of the word self-destruct, right? A bomb has went off. Like that's adding more chaos to an environment that's already in chaos. So that's why I asked you, do you self-destruct? Or do you start constructing? Because in chaos, if you start constructing, that means you start building things that are on fire. You start trying to add water to things that are on fire, right? Before (laughs) I even get into the the things that's going on, I'm going to say one thing and I'm going to turn it over to E. See, the enemy wants us to self-destruct. That's what he wants. He is saying, hey, you messed up. So now I'm going to whisper something into you that you ain't no good now. There is nothing you can do that can fix what you just did. You have ruined everything. The sin that you just did, the seams are breaking. You can't take that to the repair shop. You can't take that to the tailor. They can't fix what you just did. So what I need you to do right now is put yourself in it, try to fix it, but make it worse. I want... (laughs) Thank you, God. You never repaired anything. You never sold in your life. So I want you to try to sew the clothing that you just tried to mess up. I can't sew. I know if I put something under the sewing machine, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to hurt myself. My hand is going to get hit. That's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to put yourself in it so you can hurt yourself even more. Or you can hurt the ones that are around you. Or you can fix the clothes in your mind that you fix and tell somebody to wear it and it falls apart again. See, the devil wants you to insert yourself into what you're self-destructing, bro. <laughs> hey, I don't know if y'all know, man, but the devil, if anybody ever seen the movie, uh, The Mac, and it, uh, the dude on there name was Goldie, right? Goldie got a slick mouth, right? Goldie told a girl, just believe in me, baby. We're going to take over the world. And she did, right? Take you to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> right? So the enemy is like Goldie, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he going to whisper those things in the midst of that in the midst of that chaos. Yeah, yeah. He said, hey, Eric. Hey, man. It's already bad. It can't get no worse. Yeah. And that's the worst thing that you can ever do. Because when you're not grounded in God, you, you, you'll fall for anything. Like we beca- we start to become spiritually naive. Yeah, we start believing whatever comes to us, because this is what happens. I, this is what I this is what I I sometimes do now, which I'm growing from, and this is what I used to do a whole whole lot. Right when stuff when stuff became chaotic in my life, I go to people. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Hey. Okay, I go to my mama. I go to my daddy. I love them both, but why am I going to them first? Why? Why, why am I going to my homeboy who's in the same season with me? Mm. He in the same chaos as me. 
Mm. Why am I going to him? Or why why am I going to people that have no relationship with God? Because they start to put that logic in there and it makes sense. And that's what the enemy see. Understand that the enemy traps you in your mind. That's the only battlefield that he can get you at. In your heart, that belongs to God. Yeah. You can't yeah. get that. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> so he'll convince you in your mind that your heart is wanting you to go blow this stuff up. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the only see, understand, like, man, when y'all we have God left us with authority. He left us with power. He left a light in us that we have authority over the enemy, <laughs> over them, them whispers, right? Man. So we got to speak to that chaos and let, see, like I always say, man, like I told my brother when he was going through something, I said, hey, man, tell your problems about your God, not your God about your problem. No, say, man, that line gets it's me every time. Thing. It, 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 like it, it, it comes back so much. Because, now you gotta see it again, bro. That one gets me. Hey, tell, tell your problems about your God and not and your God and not God about your problem. Mm. God already know all this stuff, but He wants you to go speak to that mountain and tell it to be casted into the sea. Yeah, because we have that power, faith of a mustard seed. Yeah, but you gotta believe in that. You gotta. So when chaos <coughs> chaos comes in my life now, I'll be in the midst of it. And then I find myself like, okay, God, I need you. What are you trying to say to me right now in the midst of this chaos? Yeah. Because it's something in this. Understand that God works all things together for the good of those who love and serve the Lord. Like he working it for your good. Chaos. Hey, I'm going to be like uh, old boy for Van, uh, Vampire Brooklyn. Chaos is good. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> it's a piece of chaos. Woo! You know, what I mean? hey, chaos is good for your life, man. It's gonna work it together for your good, but you gotta take. Gonna it. make me watch this movie, man. <laughs> oh, chaos! Chaos is good. Chaos hey, man. chaos is good, but it's only good when you know who to go back to, and that's the foundation. Your rock, your fortress. God is your rock. He is our rock. When we plant it in him, we can't be, we're an immovable object. Yeah, we can't like, No matter what the enemy whispers through these things called our ears, what's in our heart is going to speak way louder than what that, what that enemy saying. God's voice is speaking way louder. Yeah, yeah, hey, man. Hey, boy, it, it's so crazy, man, because, like, we tell you all the time, man, we do not come on here and, like, pre-do pre this, and everything he's saying is, like, leading on to what I'm saying, and it's so amazing, man. I love how God works, man. He just confirms every word that I, um, I'm reading and I pray for it to get put out. Uh, I'm going to share a screen with y'all again. I'm going to try to go two for two. Um, because what he just said is like literally in the words, so I'm gonna try to pat, I'm gonna try to share it with y'all. But this one right here, man, is coming out of Romans, man. Romans uh 7 18 through 19, right? And we're talking about um don't add yourself. If you read that, it literally says in there, I do not understand what I do, mm. what I want to do, I do not do, but what I hate, I do. Like <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling y'all like I'm gonna come back, bro. Like the Bible, like it doesn't. This ain't like this. This is easy, man. Like let that. Like re, let me read that again. I do not understand what I do. Like you don't. We don't understand what I do. How many people have done something wrong and sat there and been like, "Why did I just do that?" <laughs> I know 
I know it was wrong, but why did I do that? Like, that's what we do. And that's what the Bible is saying. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. Like, that's crazy, right? And then I'm going to go down a little bit further in, and then I'm going to turn it over, bro. <laughs> then it says, for I know that good in itself does not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature, right? We talked about the sinful nature. That's when chaos and Adam, like Adam and Eve, like that's when sin entered, right? So it's in us already, right? For I have the desires to do what is good. We all have that desire, right? But I cannot carry it out. Mm. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this is what I keep on doing. This is literally what we're talking about. When things are in chaos, we want to fix the chaos, but we can't fix it. But mm. add to it and we say, man, I want to fix this. I know what to do. I should tell the truth or I should go ahead and submit to it. But you know what? I'm not about to do that because that's going to make it worse. That's gonna, that, uh, they may not love me if I tell them the truth. They may yeah. not want me if I show them my flaws. The, the thing may happen if I don't give them if I don't give them what it is, right? But think about back in Genesis where it said where it said that too is how the word can bring us the power what we need to get us through. The word brought the world out of chaos. God did nothing but give the word. Right. So what do we need to do when we're in this chaos? We got to go to God. Like he said, we got to go to our foundation. We do not have the power to get us from there. Right. It literally says it right there. Like, I don't even know what I do. I can't even understand it. All I can do is <laughs> my hands up and be like, I don't know. Like, that's how we talk when we do something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know why I did it. <laughs> when I was like, you know, do something stupid. I, I know I'm talking to everybody. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Like, we answer the only question. We answer the only question that we want. Like, you know what I'm saying? We answer everything but the main question. I didn't go to the store. But I asked you nine different questions. Why you only answered that one? That's because we don't understand what we're doing. Like, we got to go to the world. We got to get God on it, bro. I'm going to turn it over to you. I know you said you had something. And then I'll bring up another point on that one before I move on, bro. Hey, man. As kids, how many times have our parents be like, why did you do that? And what was I responding? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's, that's a child's mentality, right? <laughs> Honestly, that's a child's mentality. This is when this is called spiritual imma, imma, immaturity. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because of our spiritual immaturity, we <laughs> we just go do stuff because of a feeling, right? Mm-hmm. Because it looked good. Hey, fellas. Gonna dive at. I'm coming at all the fellas because oh, no, we yeah. all fall victim to this, right? You see this nice lady over here, and you know that you either married or not, and you know God told you not to have sex, but we do it anyway, right? Yeah, and you sit there and as you start your walk, and this happened to me as I was starting my walk. I'm like, dang man, I feel different after sex, and it's because God was like, I already told you not to do it, yeah. I was like, all right, well, well, since I'm already doing it, yep, blow it up. Let me keep yeah. on diving into it, and then we start getting them soul ties, and we start uh, plant. Do you start getting these crazy relationships? I don't even know what spirit I had on me. I was attracting the most chaotic person in life. I got plenty. I ain't got no names for them, 
but they just kept coming one crazy woman after another. Yeah. And now the question is whether women crazy or was what I was doing causing the chaos and causing. Mm. See, we got to take spiritual responsibility. Hey, say that. Right? No, no, say that. Say that. What you just said right there again. Say that again. Hey, was I the problem? Was what, what, what was was whatever that was in me on me? The what was in my mind at the time? The the chaotic thoughts that I had was it me that caused the issues? Right? Yeah. That made them act that way. Right. See, we, we don't we want to point the finger at somebody else. We want to point the finger at the enemy. But God said, I gave you authority over him. Ooh. Take responsibility for your actions. Damn, boy, you, I you, gave you authority bro. so that when that enemy come, just like Jesus did in the wilderness. Yeah. Jesus said it is written every time the enemy, the devil himself tempted him. He said it is written. What you talking about? Yeah. I hear what you're saying, but it is written. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even going to big flex on you. It is written. Yeah. Right. And we got to get so close in relationship with God that all we can say is a word when the chaos comes. Just that's what a word. Because I'm telling you right now, in the midst of so much chaos that goes on in my life that used to go on, that's going on, and that's going to come. I speak a word to that thing. Yeah, preach it, bro. To keep, to keep me out of that mess, to keep me from attracting the things in my life that I don't want, the, the thoughts and the actions for me to take to blow it up worse than what it already is. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I'm going to speak a word to that thing. I'm yeah. going to say, hey, it is written, and I got authority over you, so I don't even know why you coming to me anyway. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, hey, bro, like you, hey, hey, you went in, you went in on our man, because like he said, man, a word was said, like... It, I keep going back to like in the beginning that that word let there be light. I miss this this entire time of my life. I just thought that hey, that's just like let there be light. And that's God turned on the light switch. Yeah, the light switch. Yeah, he just did the light switch, and that was the end of it. But it has so much more impact when you find out that the world was in chaos before that. Then yeah. all God had to do was speak a word. My brother E talked about Jesus, and y'all know how my mind frame is. Don't just follow the message. Follow the methods of Jesus. Right? Jesus got he. Jesus was not born a man. He was born a kid so that he can go through everything that we've been through in our life. So when we come to him, he can be like, I know what you mean. I've, I've done that. There's nothing new under the sun. That's what the Bible there you says. Go. J. Cole yeah. said, you know, Deacon J. Cole said it, but Jesus said it first. Like, you got to <laughs> understand, like, Jesus got tempted the same way we got tempted. And he didn't do anything. All he did was give him a word. And then he said, it is written. That was it. He's not even about to go back and forth with something that he already exactly. has power. Well, have, you ever, have you ever gotten an argument with somebody where you know you can beat them, like whoop them? Like you know, you know in your face, like, man, I know I can take this dude. Like you, you get you start in your head, like, why am I even wasting my time, bro? You're not about to do nothing. So you know what? I'm gonna tell you if you're gonna do something, jump. But if not, I'm about to walk away. That's how we need to be with the enemy. That's the power God gave us. We don't even have to go back and forth. All we have to say is, hey, listen, you're smaller than I. Here's the word for me. That's the word, bro. Hey, what, no. what you yeah. said, bro, show him my back. Show him, yeah, pardon my back, bro. Like, <laughs> what you got to do is tell him, hey, hey, enemy, pardon my back. Like, read the back of this T-shirt where it says, trust the process. Like, this is what I'm talking about. Like, read this one where it says, prayer life matters. Like, like it's all you got to do is give him the word and let it be written that you got power over him, man. Another point that I was going to bring up, E, 
like that you that you touched on a little bit is in that in that uh, verse of Romans, right? It made me started thinking that we don't even submit that sin or chaos lives in us. Like the, mm. the verse right there said, we all know that Adam, like that's where sin entered the world. We're all descendants of Adam. Sometimes yeah. we forget we forget to submit the sin that already lives in us. Like yeah. we like to point the finger. Yeah. Oh, the enemy made me move that way. Hold yeah. on, child. I know sometimes the devil be like, hey, I know I'll be doing some things, but you had a plan in this too. This is a two-part thing on both sides. Like you, know, you, yeah, you made some moves too. Like, you know, chaos is good. Like, like you said earlier. <laughs> like, this is what you understand. Like, yeah, we're born in sin, right? Yeah. We don't even submit that we don't even yeah. submit to God that sin or chaos lives yeah. in us. This is something that you gotta give to God daily. That these things live inside of you. You got to let them know that, hey, I know where my flaws are, God. I know sin lives, lives in me. I need help with these things. Yeah. I got to get out of it. See, he made a uh, TikTok the other day, man. Uh, follow us on TikTok. Um, he talked about he went to the uh, to go get some coffee. And the, the coffee mug was dirty, right? But if you feel it, if you continue to fill up something with dirt in it, continue to pour clean water in it, what happens to that dirty water? It instantly is going to make its way out until the cup is full of clean water. See, that sin in us, if we don't submit, it just stays there. Because yeah. we're not filling ourselves up with the Holy Spirit. Yeah. See, you got to fill yourself up with the Holy Spirit daily so that sin can continue to come out. It's yeah. never going to put all the way come out. But yeah. we can get those big things out of the way. So when we get in these pressure moments, yeah. please, the thing that come out is God. Like, that's what you want to come out. Like, Say that again, bro. Say that again, bro. When we get squeezed in a in a in a in a problem or a difference or something like that, only God can come out. When I get squeezed in a problem, I don't want Jamarcus to come out. Yes, I'm sir. not good. I'm not good enough to handle my problems. I yes, want sir. God to come out of me. I don't even want my mama to come out of me. I don't want my sister or brother. I don't want the motivational speaker or whoever I am to come out of me. I don't want God. G-O-D. See, we're going to the wrong OG. We're going yeah. to Google to think to come out of me. I want the real OG. If yeah. he can stand up, let him come up out of me. See, yeah. you always heard that phrase, you know what I'm saying? When pressure's put on a coal, a diamond is made. When pressure's put on me, the diamond is God that I want to come out of me. See, this is what I'm trying to get to, y'all. You mm. got to understand. In these Bible verses, you got to read them and meditate on them. Like, God will let you know what you need to be bringing to me to get you out of chaos. Only I can get you from where you are right now. I yeah. can make the movements. Like, hey, listen, I'm not telling y'all to turn off Mike Todd. I'm not telling y'all to not stop worshiping and listening to the music. Those are all great things, right? Yeah. But you gotta go get the word. Because mm. God is saying, if you don't know the word, how can you speak to the chaos? Hey. Kevin Gates' word. Woo. Kill the chaos. As much as I like Gates too, when I'm in my feelings, it's not gonna kill the chaos. It's yeah. only gonna bring more chaos. Yeah. You gotta go get the world. If he can bring the world out of chaos with a word, he can bring you out of chaos with a word. All right. Before I move on, E, I'm gonna drop it off to you, bro. <laughs> hey man. Hey, my bro said, "What <laughs> when that pressure light squeeze you? That chaos." What's gonna come out of you? Is it gonna be juice? <laughs> you know, that mini made coming out of you? 
or that or that word of God gonna squeeze out you, man. I'm telling y'all, better man, y'all better get this tonight, man. Godly, yes, hey, indeed. That's all I have, man. <laughs> okay, okay. So, uh, before before I move on, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go back to a point where we talked about uh self destruct and reconstruct, man. Because I I did some digging and I started finding some things, man. And I asked yeah. y'all earlier, I asked y'all earlier, do you self destruct or you do or do you construct? E, if you could throw that in the chat, man, like type that up and throw that in the chat so everybody can see that and they can, you know, let that raise in. But I wanted to I wanted to I wanted to bring it up because I found seven ways on how we self-destruct. All right. I found seven ways on how we self-destruct. The first one is shame. Right. Whenever chaos is going on, we shame ourselves. We shame ourselves. We rob ourselves of being happy, right? When we do something wrong, we instantly say, man, I'm not good. Everything I do is bad. I'm going to self-destruct this. You're shaming yourself. You're robbing yourself of a chance to come out of that that problem and be happy. That's number one. Number two, we have uncontrolled thoughts, right? Like, Mm. Like, man, Oh man, why did I do that? You know what? This this is gonna happen. Like everything's gonna fall apart. You oh man, this is the this is the Friday night live. You what are you manifesting for? What are you manifesting with your uncontrolled thoughts? Are you manifesting that things are gonna work out? Are you manifesting that God can come in and save and salvage what has went wrong? We know God is our redeemer, but do we believe it? We manifest uncontrolled things that are going to go wrong right then and there once something happens in the chaos, right? The next one is compulsions. These are your inner thoughts, right? Knowing it was like, like these are your inner thoughts, like telling you like, man, there ain't no winning in this. You know better. You know better than your father. Mm. You're going down the same. I'm speaking to myself right now. Mm. You ain't no different from your father. He was on a drug, but your drug is different. Your drug is different. Mm. Oh, oh, you thought you was better, huh? Because he was addicted to another drug and you thought you was good. But you're still out here addicted to something else that's your drug. I'm talking about myself. I'm giving y'all my my self-destruction right now, right? Then you have fear. We all know about fear. Fear is is the one of all. It's it's the biggest one about how you're going to self-destruct. Fear would tell you that God is not going to get you out of this. The devil will come and speak that. You think he there for you? He not there. I could be there for you. We could do this together. You fixed things before. Yeah. Right? Like that's fear. That's what fear does to you. Don't start that business. You ain't going to sell what you think you're going to sell. Bro talk ain't going to hit off how you think it's going to hit off. Your marriage ain't going to make it. Look yeah. at all the rest of the marriages around the world. You just like them. Yeah. Like, this is what fear does, right? Yeah. The next one is hopelessness, right? It keeps you from keeping on, right? That's the old school way. Hopeless keeps you from keeping on. It keeps you from pressing on. It just keeps you stuck in the mud. It never lets you go, right? The next one is bitterness. It's either get better or stay bitter. Like, that's what bitterness is. Like, and yeah. then the last one, bro, is insecurity. It's a poser. To make you that will make you either say or do anything. That's what the insecurity is. The insecurity is not everybody else. Yeah. It's the word in is it means in. 
Secure, that's you. Your insecurities are inside of you. Those yeah. are things that you are dealing with. Like if you're in a relationship and you have an insecurity that you're not enough, it's yeah. because someone whispered into you when you were younger that you were not enough. Like, so now you have an insecurity of trying to be everything for everybody. You want to give more than what you're supposed to give when they don't need all of that. But you feel in your head that I need the approval, so I'm going to give it all, right? You start giving out love so much because you never got it. So this what you think that needs to help the relationship. Or you think that you, you were introduced to sex so early, this is what you think the relationship needs to strive. So you have a you need that you have an insecurity of yourself. Men, this is something we deal with a lot if you introduce to it early. Am I there? And is my sex game on point? Is the beer where it's supposed to be? You have all of these insecurities because it's something inside of you, right? Excuse me. So these were the seven ways on how to self-destruct. Before I move on and get in the Bible on how we fix that, E, I wanted to know, did you have anything on any of those, bro? Like, I know we do, bro. I know. Hey, all seven of them things, right? The one key thing about them all, how they all relate, it's all internal. Ooh. It's all internal. See, how do you blow up a big, a huge building, right? You blow it up from the inside. You set the charges on the inside of the building in order to make the whole thing crumble. Because if you set it on the outside, you might not knock down the whole thing because of how infrastructures are built. See, you built (laughs) by God. Yeah. You're created by God. God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made so that all that stuff that you hearing from people who are don't know their purpose they are broken they in chaos how 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 is somebody in chaos gonna whisper to you what you should do what you look like who you are Mm. your purpose they can't give you that all this stuff that we take on i was that person i was listening to people that (coughs) told me i wasn't enough and so i kept striving to be enough for them but I wasn't doing enough for God. See, all that stuff started seeping on the inside of me. It's like gangrene. Yeah. Once gangrene gets in the part of the body, it can it can it can go through the whole body and destroy. Yeah, yeah. That's why in the word it says the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Mm-hmm. Man, y'all better get in this word, man. That stuff is internal, all in here. Them whispers all comes in here. But what do you have in here? That's why we're telling you to go read that word because when you have a word and God's word never comes back void, I don't care what you believe in, who you pray to, what that word says. (coughs) Shouts out to all the atheists out there. If you don't believe in God, you know of him. That's a word right there because just because you know of him mean that word still ain't void. Yeah. Like it's power in that word. That word is living water. <laughs> yeah. So when you man get out of the, get out of that stage of life where you're trying to fix the stuff yourself, where you're trying to listen to other chaotic people, ain't none of us perfect. Y'all listening to us, and we still deal with chaos. Right. But one thing about it, 
we're gonna get to that word, man. We giving you this word, and yeah. that's all we it's not us, it's God giving us this to give to you. Yeah, so if it's resonating in you, that's that that's what you need right now. Hey man, like you said something that was very important, and you broke down like you did like a, a excellent uh analogy, man. You talk about a building and its construction on how they blow up buildings, right? They go internally. Yeah. I, I have a question. What how is your foundation built? Ooh. Like how how is everybody foundation built out there? Because the Bible says storms are gonna come in the book of Matthew. He he tells us that storms are gonna come, but he said your foundation better not be built on sand because the sand gonna get washed away. Your foundation better not be built on your best friend or your mm. or your sister or your mama or Nene and uh, Letitia and all them because it ain't gonna work. Like he tells us your your foundation better be built on a rock, and the Ooh. rock is who is God. So. If you think about that building, if you think about that building, right? If your foundation is stronger, do you know they gotta they gotta make bit, uh, like stronger charges? See, the devil is only gonna make the explosion set to how your foundation is set. <laughs> like, let me let, let me get y'all let me get y'all a nursery rhyme to help y'all out because I still don't think y'all got it. See, the three, pigs, the three pigs in their houses, the wolf blew on how the house was built. Like, uh, did, did I make sense to y'all a little bit there? When the house was built as strong, like my boy said, he didn't have to blow that hard. See, but when he got to the house that was built out of bricks, he couldn't blow it down because the foundation was made out of rock. See, I can take you back to nursery rhymes on y'all. You may know more knowledge about God, but I know God. See, I know how he goes. See, that's why you got to get in the word and know the word. God is telling you how's your foundations. If your foundations are strong, they're going to have to bring, bring a bigger, bring, bring bigger TNT for you. That's what they're going to say to you. But yeah. if your foundation is weak. They yeah. don't want to bring that much. That's yeah. why he's telling you to meditate on the word so you can strengthen your foundation that you're set on. You need yeah. to start strengthening it. You need to add some extra wood and some extra rock over here in this area of pornography that you're dealing with. You need to add some extra some extra rock over here in this anger and this approval that you're seeking. You need to add a extra rock and all that in this family that you're trying to do to break chains and all of these things. God is telling you what your foundation is. My brother E broke that down so good. Yeah. It even missed me because I'm thinking on the outside, but it's all internal. Like he said, yeah. all these, these self-destruction, think of the word self-destruct. Yeah. That's all in the inside of you. That's all your foundation and what you build on, bro. You, you Man, dog, you killed that, right? So here we are. Here we are, and I gave y'all seven ways on how to self-destruct. But guess yeah. what? God's word is good. So, mm -hmm. of course, God, we're going to tell you here are seven ways on how to construct, right? And I'm going to break it down to y'all. I'm going to also show y'all in the chat as well. So, here you go, right? Number one, remind yourself daily what Jesus did for you, right? It literally says right here, I'm going to share the screen. I'm going to try to go eight for eight on this one, man. Look, already, man, I did it again. Here we go. All right, here we go. Right here, where the Bible literally talks about in Romans, we're going to go Romans 8, 14, right? Where it literally says on how Jesus freed you, right? So it says, remind yourself daily, daily on what Jesus did for you. The reason why you want to do this is so that you can talk to God, like so you can let the people know you're speaking a word right now. If you're feeling like you're enslaved right now or you're in a prison 
or if you're in a box, speak that word in your life that God freed me. In that verse, it literally says, I am no longer a slave on what I used to do. See, mm. letting you know that you are not who you are. You are freed. I, yeah. it's Jesus freed you. Remind yeah. yourself daily on what Jesus did. Romans 8, 14, right? The next one literally says, I don't even think I'm going to share it no more. I can't even do it. It literally says, ask the Holy Spirit to give you better thoughts. In Romans 8, 5 through 6, it talks about a mindset, right? I'll read it out to you. It literally says, those who are living according to the flesh have their own mindset on what the flesh desires. Yeah. So if you're out here living in yourself, you have, you've, you're turning your mindset to your flesh. We all know our flesh is sin, right? Yeah. Each day we want to kill something of our flesh. We want to give up our fleshly desires. If that's sexual immortality, we want that to die. If that's money, we want that to die. If whatever it is, we want a part of our flesh to burn off and we want to change our mindset, right? But then it said, but those who live in accordance with the spirit have their mindset on what the spirit desires. So mm -hmm. I'm asking you, what is your mindset on? Is it on what you desire? Because yeah. you know, if you're going to be real with yourself, if you're going to be transparent with yourself, you're no good. Yeah. That's what the Bible says. We yeah. just read early in Romans that sin lives in us. So if you're on your mindset for yourself, what is your mindset on sin? It's automatically on sin. Mm. See, but if we live, if we change our mind to set to what the Holy Spirit is on, that's all good. See, God is all good. Like He has, He says in the Bible, there's not an ounce of sin in Him. Zero not sin. Ounce. Not Zero. <laughs> Not even that much of sin is in him. Like you can't even see it. So change your mindset to God. I yeah. wanted to say, I'll give y'all another testimony real quick before I keep moving on. In my marriage, I wanted, I wanted to, I wanted to be a good husband. I wanted to do everything there was to be a good husband. So I tried to give the marriage and be the marriage. We tend to do this with everything that we're doing wrong. It's so easy if we live by God, everything follows in suit. If you live by God's word and follow the message and also the method, everything else follows. My brother E talked about it uh, today that he's getting so filled that God will make things overflow and run off on you. See, if I would have just turned my mindset to the Holy Spirit, it would have flowed on my marriage automatically. Mm. It flowed onto the relationships yeah. automatically. If yeah. I would have just stayed on the Holy Spirit, I would have read in where God said, treat your wife as the church, as I do. See, I didn't do all that because I was sitting Ooh. there only doing what I wanted to do. <laughs> the next part, this is what E talked about early. You have the power to say no. Mm. God gave you authority over everything. God said, if you want that mountain to move, move the mountain. See, we thinking like, oh, yeah, we're going to go tell the Himalayas, I need you to move. If we have faith, it'll move. But your mountain is not always a real mountain. Your mountain is that thing you're struggling with. Your mountain is that chaos in your life. That mountain is that pornography site you can't get off. That yeah. mountain is those, those DMs you can't turn away from. That mountain is your job that you can't leave, that you think that's your source. That mm. is what you need to say no to. God gave you authority over that. You, The devil is beneath you. You are higher than your enemy. God said, 
We are his children. So that means that his power is in us. When he created Adam, he didn't, the devil didn't blow in us. God blew in us. Mm. His Holy Spirit is inside of us. The question is, are you going to let it come out? Are you going to let your light shine? Remember you said, let there be light. Guess what? That light is in you. So I got to ask, let there be light. Are you going to let your light shine and say no, right? The next thing is turn, like turn your thoughts to God. That's Romans 8, 14 through 16, right? Where it says that um, focus on the Father, not fear, right? It literally says, for those who are led by the Holy Spirit of God are children of God. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you receive brought by your adoption to the sonship. <laughs> You're adopted. God said, you know what? You may not got the same last name as me. You may got sin in you, but I want you. I need you. You're, what you do is going to be great for my kingdom. That's why you're my son or daughter. I need you to understand to focus on me and not on the fear, and you will have no worries. All right, I'm going to speed it up a little bit so I can turn it over to Eve. He, then the next one is think long term. Stop thinking short term. Why are we thinking short term? Whenever we make whenever we make a mistake, it's an yeah. it's an impulse reaction. Yeah, it's a temporary thing. We had a podcast. We had a podcast a while back where I broke down the word temptation was like a Latin word for like like right now or something like that. I got yeah. I got to go back and remember where like the word temp started for like something temporary. That's what it was. It meant to like tempar, which meant temporary, right? That's what temptation was. We think about temporary things, right? We never think about long-term decisions in the chaos. Like, yeah. what would this affect long-term? We only think, you know what? This is pleasurable right now. This is what's going to get me out of the moment right now. But once you step up out of that, the world is still in chaos no matter what you did. Yeah. That, that's, yeah. What, that's what we tend to forget. Once we open up the door... From the self-destruct, it's still in chaos. You just went into a bubble. Oh, perfect example. A hurricane. Y'all ever heard of the eye of the storm? The hurricane is still around exactly. when you're in the eye. The sky opens up and everything looks good. But once it keeps moving, the wind keeps coming. The storm keeps coming. I'm going to leave it right there. Whole another subject, right? Then the last, uh, one more, two more, bro. God is in control and he's good. Romans uh, 8, 28, right? It literally says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good and he loves us who's yep. been called to accordance of his purpose, right? Mm -hmm. And then the last one, bro, since we talked about insecurities, E, I need to let y'all know y'all are secured. Y'all are secured. Like, like I got to I gotta throw that little tongue on it, you know what I'm saying, because I'm from Texas. Y'all secured. Not just secured. Y'all secured. That's how God wants y'all to know. Like, y'all are secured. In Romans 8.38, um, it literally says, for I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither present nor the future, nor either powers, neither height or death, neither anything in all creation can separate God from me. God said nothing can separate you from me. He don't care if it's an angel, if it's a demon. Either it's life or it's death. Nothing that you do or you not going to do, I'm always going to be tied to you. Nothing you do can separate. You are secure in God. 
I proclaim it for somebody tonight that you need to hear this, like I needed to hear this, that there is nothing that you have done or you will do that will take you away from God. You are super glued to God. You are gorilla glued to him, bro. Like you, there's nothing that can be done. So I'm going to watch y'all again. Are you ready to self-destruct? Are you ready to construct? You got the power to build in that chaos. Don't get comfortable in it. Don't lay in it. Don't sleep in it. Stand up, hover over it, and construct in your chaos. Man, dog. God is good. I'm telling you, he's good, bro. I'm sorry. I had to go in, dog. Hey, hey, bro. Let him go. Let that thing go, man. Yo. Hey, we got to stop negotiating our purpose, man. Hey, for real. Like, straight up. Like, God already paid the ransom for all of that. Your life was already taken care of. Man, when the blood of Jesus was 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 shed, I got put that in the chat, and that that was it. Everything was taken care of. So all that chaos in your life that was coming, God already took care of that. Like we tend to forget that He already, it's already one, right? Uh, I think it's uh, Ty Triplet has a song that says it's already one. Hmm. Like the victory is already won. The chaos is already won. That self-doubt, that depression, that that hate, that bitterness. Yeah, that, yeah. That that that, uh, that, Damn, that sexual thing that happened to you as a kid. That's already one. I speak like like God has already done that for your life. He's already taken care of that. That is secured, right? There's a difference between a secured loan and an unsecured loan. <laughs> With an unsecured loan, you got to give up a lot more. It's called collateral. When you give up collateral, you giving up a piece of you. So when you out here trying to negotiate your, your purpose with that enemy, that stuff that he's spitting in your ear, you, you, you got an unsecured loan because now you're trying to go to little Pookie, a little Tyrone to tell you who you are as a person. Mm. But your father already told you who you oh. are. Stop, stop negotiating on your purpose. Stop negotiating your life. For a piece of light. Mm. Like your light is bright. It ain't dim. You keep dimming your light by negotiating your light with somebody that wants your light. Mm. Like people that come to you and try to take away when they're taking them, when you feel them taking away from your soul, that is God trying to remove them out of your life, man. And it's time to let them go. It's time to stop negotiating the, the, the secure loan, the secure loan that was already paid for you. Like if you man, I don't know if y'all catching this. My brother just laid out everything for you, and in the word, it's in the word. Yeah, it ain't nothing we making up. It's yeah. the word. It's That's a foundation. It is set in stone. That word's been here before either one of us was born. Hey, mm. <laughs> your mama's 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 mama got that word. It ain't changed. Yeah, but we can't we can't be out here negotiating our purpose, man. Our purpose is not up for negotiation. God is not a God of negotiation. He said either life or death, you choose. <laughs> All these people that want to think, oh man, God gave us free will. Yeah, to choose life or, or choose death. death. Hey. Which one you want to do? God said, I'm here for it all. Which one you want to do? Because either way, I'm still never going to leave you. I'm going to be right there with you down that path of darkness and death. Because it may be a chance that you change your mind. Yeah. And guess what? 
when you when those people, those false prophets, those false people in your life, those false thoughts, those false emotions, when they fail you and you want to come back, guess who's going to be right there with you? The father. Open arms, ready to love on you unconditionally because he still loves you even when you're feeling depressed, even when you had sexual uh, things happen to you, even when you lied, even when you made promises to God. I made a million promises to God. Yeah. And he still blesses me yeah. each and every day. Right? He ain't negotiating with me. I had to stop negotiating my life. Like, you know when they say in the movies and, and, and they like, you, you're making a deal with the devil? You do that every time you want to destruct in chaos. Yeah. But when you construct in chaos, God is like, hey, man. I just want to let you know your life was already taken care of years ago before you were even thought of. <laughs> and I'm talking about before your mama's 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 grandma was even thinking about having kids. I saw you already. Your life was already written out. Like your life ain't coincidence. You operating and moving. It's not by your will. Yeah. The only will God gave you is to make a choice. Mm. So what choice are you going to make in the chaos? What are you going to do when chaos comes? Decision making, right? Pressure bust pipes. So like we say in the hood, you're going to fold like a lawn chair or <laughs> you're going to stand up and walk with God. Which one is it? Because he said choose life or death. Them are the only two choices you got. God gave me a choice in a dream. I smelt my flesh burning. Never smelt flesh burning ever in my life. I knew right then I had to make a choice. I went finna choose my flesh because my flesh is going to keep me in darkness. Yeah. It's going to keep me in sin. It's yeah. going to keep me negotiating and listening to all that crap that people can't do nothing for my life. People can give you a word, but they can't save your soul. Ooh. They can't do that. They don't own them rights. Man. <laughs> so quit negotiating your life with these people. Quit negotiating your life with your flesh. God said the flesh has to die. It has to die daily. Every day. You, this flesh, this desires. Hey, for all the married men and women out there, y'all desires ain't changed. You see no. something nice out there. It looks good. God made beautiful creatures. It don't change. But you have a choice to let that flesh die. Yeah. Big fact. God. Hey, for the singles out there. In the in your actions, because you think you want to. I used to go out and party and drink, and here's why: I don't drink as much as I do used to no more because I was making improper decisions. Yeah, I was out here negotiating my life, listening to the whispers of the devil telling me, "Hey, man, go on out there, have fun." I thought it was fun. It wasn't fun. It was wasted time. Mm. I could have been on this journey doing this years ago because God <laughs> called me years ago to do this. But I'm out here negotiating my purpose with all these women, with all this liquor, with all this weed when I was smoking weed, with all these things that were tearing away at my soul. And when I got lonely, it was only me. God was waiting for me. But it was only me. Yeah. Guess what? All that stuff the enemy said, he left me. He tricked me. He put me in a place of feeling like I was depressed. I was worthless. That I wasn't worth anything. That nobody wanted me. Like I was in that space, in that mindset that I didn't want to be on earth no more. But God said, no, nah, I already told you who you are. 
Guess what? All you got to do is go read it and see it for yourself. Because when you read through, when you see it, the vision is already here. God already put purpose in your life. The vision only comes when you go read that word and you get into relationship. Yeah. You get an understanding of your purpose. Yeah. 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 Now you can't, I can't, you can't negotiate with me telling me I ain't a child of God. Are you crazy? <laughs> I'm not giving up. There's a man in the, there was, a, there was two brothers in the Bible. One went out in the woods and he was in the wilderness all day hunting and all this other stuff and couldn't catch nothing. His brother was sitting at home making some stew. This man said, hey, get fix me a bowl of that. His brother said, give up your birthright. Your birthright is your purpose. Mm. That's what God gave you. He yeah. gave it up for a bowl of soup. How many times are we giving things up for a bowl of soup? Mm. Matter of fact, my bad. Let me bring it back because I'm going to get real with you. How many times have we made that choice and decision to chase that young lady? Ladies, how many times have you chased Tyrone? Right? Hey, how many times have we subjected ourselves to depression, to the lies of the enemy, to money, to jobs, to all these idols? How many times have we done that? Stop giving, stop giving up your life for a bowl of food, man. God got mm. purpose for you. God, your, your, your life has been secured. Mm, mm, mm. Hey, cash that check with God. Your life is secured. Done. You won. If you didn't know, you won depression. If you didn't know, you won sexual immortality. If you didn't know, you won your marriage. It's going to come back and God's going to make all that pain that was caused in that chaos. He's going to bring it together and make it beautiful. Man. Hey, man. Hey, boy. Hey, hey. I, I, I think you hit him over the head, man. You, you, you pretty much close it up, bro, with... The biggest thing that I just want everybody to know before we before we ended off my last words is your debt has already been paid. God has already paid your debt. Uh, when Jesus got on the cross and he went down there and took the keys, you were already everything's already been won. We just got to believe it. We got to seek it and we got to have faith in it. And like we said, man, don't be comfortable in that chaos. Don't add yourself to the chaos. Understand that just like it says in Genesis, give it a word. Let it be. Let there be light. And that's what took the world out of chaos. God is saying, let there be light. Give it a word and I can bring you out of chaos. But only God in the word can bring you out of chaos. Man, I am so grateful. I proclaim it to somebody tonight just so you know that you won. I just want everybody to know that you won. Before you go to bed tonight, tell it to yourself that you won. Tell it to yourself that you've already beaten chaos, that you've already beaten depression, that Jesus has already given his life up for you to be anything that's coming your way or in your way right now. Pray for yourself and let them know that you have won. Man, E, bro, this was good, boss. And to think we didn't, and to think we didn't even want to do it. Man. We didn't want to have the energy to do it. But God said, nah. God said, nah, somebody needed this because that's chaos right now. Man, this is good, bro. I'm good. Bro, I'm good. Hey, I'm telling y'all right now, man, if y'all don't know the, de the definition between light and darkness, darkness is ignorance. That's what darkness means. Don't be ignorant to the fact that God already paid and secured your life. <laughs> Think about this. When you... <laughs> hey, man, drop the mic. Hey, when you, <laughs> when you go in a dark room, do you turn on a dim light or do you turn on a bright light? A bright one. I want to see everything. <laughs> you got to see everything. The only way you can see everything God has for you is to bring that word into that darkness in your life. 
I don't know who that word is for, but there's somebody sitting there in a dark place in their mind. And I need you to know that you need to come out of that. God gave you authority over that darkness mm-hmm. to come out of that. Period. Trust me, you're talking to somebody that deals and dealt with depression. Yeah. I'm coming out of it because I'm shedding light onto it. I'm not going to let the enemy get me encamped in, in my mind because my mind is renewed every day, daily. When I get in them dark times, I go to God with it. And he, man, I'm telling you, he'll send you a word so quick and so fast. Hey, man. Shine light on that darkness, man. Uh-huh. It's been good. Constructing the chaos. Constructing the word. Arm yourself with scriptures. Arm yourself with reading and meditating on this word. That's the only way you can fight this good fight. That's all I got, man. <coughs> hey. Yeah. We got yeah, nothing else, man. I'm done, bro. I'm good, hey. man. God be the glory. Bro, talk. We, hey, we thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, until next episode, we'll see you on the next one, man. My.